You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey there, Star Wars fans. Welcome back to another episode of Hyperspace Hangout. I'm Matt. He is as as best episode so far. Yeah, right. I, I mean, so. I I like this one a lot, a lot. Um, and again, you know, it's not. It doesn't try to overdo it. It's just uh, it's just a a Boba Fett story, my friend. And I like that. I really like that. I feel I, I we're getting a different Boba Fett, but you know what? I just like it, man. I just I just freaking like I like Boba Fett. I like yep. this more in tune with animals and oh, like nature and but at the same time he's still hardened. Matt, my favorite line in this episode was find other banthas, make baby banthas. I felt you know? bad. I was like, wow. Did you feel yeah, bad for the Bantha? 
I did, but at the same time, he was coaching him along, you know, go make other baby Banthas. And I felt good about that. So, yeah, uh, it was, it was good, man. Um, you know, <clears throat> where to begin with today's episode? We're done healing in the back to tank, it seems like. We finished sort of the flashbacks. I would say the timeline has been a little more, I think, fully explained. And it's just sort of as simple as Boba was was with um mm-hmm. Boba was with the Tuscans for five years. Yeah. Long time. Yeah. Yeah. There's just the sand people, as he called them. He did. He was with the sand. You know why? People. And and I, I can't remember if it was Star Wars Theory or if it was who else? This other guy I kind of like. It's like heavy spoilers, I think. Yeah, I think it was Star Wars Theory who said it, and he said he said that he actually liked that he called them sand people, because for so often we refer to them as Tuscans. He's like, no, they are people. Yeah, and wow, sometimes yeah. I think sometimes I think people view them more as like animals. So I don't know. I like I you know right, right yeah. Again, th- yeah, there are people who this is this is the like out in the Dune Sea, right? They they live there, and this is um their territory they're they're native um and it, mm-hmm. it just I, I i like it i like that he's connected with them and like you said it's really changed him and um i'm okay with this different this different boba fett i i really am i and he is different you have to kind of say that that's the whole point and they made that kind of clear in this episode today as well like fennec was talking about some people would say his response is soft but he mm-hmm. felt that it was strong right that he's found uh this this other way that he learned from those people and he's been hard i mean it's a huge turning point for him he was in the sarlacc he was uh a goner left for dead on the sands of tatooine right and Mm -hmm. here here he is so yeah Uh, yeah like i felt yeah exactly man right here comment from anthony it was a little uh poignant with boba saying goodbye to the bantha he respects family because his dad was everything to him then we hear that din charan theme which we haven't got to just yet but we will because that was massive we heard it twice today uh to say the least so in the flashback we saw him save fennec which to me was where i was like okay because i felt like there was a lot more time right yeah. mm-hmm. to to do stuff but they just went right into it so that means he was with those tuscans and then on his own for five years, he clearly was going back to Jabba's palace a few times because he said, you know, too many guards again. Right. To his Bantha. Uh, then he obviously saves Finnick. He goes and finds the Modders, which are now part of the gang that he controls. Yeah. And I it was actually something I guess I didn't I didn't pick up on until I thought about last week's episode when. I don't know. I can't remember the actor's name, but in he's in office space. The guy at the beginning who's complaining oh, yeah. about the, the thing, yeah. but he's in office space, right? He wants a Water. stapler and yeah. the cake. Yeah, that, I always forget his name, right? Yeah. Um, the actor's name, but in office space, I think his name is Milton. Anyway, so he's there and he's talking about how they're freaks, essentially. Right. And then if you actually pay close attention to Finnick, Finnick sort of like gives Boba a look because she's been modified. Yeah yeah true so it's a small it's a very small little thing you can pick up on if you go back if you uh, steven root yeah if you go back and and look so very interesting with that because he's clearly met these modders before which is probably why he's he sort of liked them and we yeah i like that they 
this episode sort of explains some stuff that happened in last week's episode. Then he gets Jabba's palace, gets Jabba's throne, and then we kind of go back into modern time, right? And yeah, yeah, we're that setting big up dinner, a war, right? Yeah, Black, yep, we saw the big dinner, Black Chrysanthemum's on our side. And we are setting up for war. And then they're saying, hey, how much coin do you have? And then you hear Mando's theme again, which is yeah. super cool. Yeah. The other big kind of thing I really liked was obviously where he's in uh, Slave One, as it's properly called, otherwise yeah. known as Boba Fett ship. He, uh, he, he called it a, a fire something, but which, is the t- which is the type of the ship that it is. And so yeah, people are theorizing that that may be the new way it's described. Probably also, sorry, there's something in my eye. Um, Gun, probably shit. also because um, Finnick wouldn't know what he's talking about it if he said, if he said, "Hey, I got to go get Slave One." Right. So, so fire spray. Yeah, exactly. Anthony's so, all over it today. There we go. Part, loving it. So we might get. Um, so that might be maybe the new name if they just call it the fire spray, which would be cool. If we're not going to call it Slave One, we still better call it something super cool. Right. So anyway, we go to the start. We we kill off the Nikto, which is awesome. Yeah, he just obliterates them, you know. And then we go take on the Sarlacc. And I like that I actually showed, like, the little head coming out, which a lot of people mm-hmm. don't. You know, the old school fans don't like it because it wasn't right. there. Wasn't but there. Yeah. Lucas added it. And so I thought that was a cool little addition. Then some major kind of lore was dropped in that Boba Fett des- described his armor as Beskar. For right. that in the comics and legends and even like even with sort of stuff canon now, it's like kind of dodged around like it's it was Durasteel, Durasteel right? Which sure. is below Beskar, but still ridiculously still really strong. good. Yeah. So now he's so now I, I'm fine with it being Beskar. I'm totally, totally oh, fine. Yeah. Although you're going to have to explain what happened to the helmet and how it got dented. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. A couple Which things. Which is supposed to be a fight with Cad Bane, but we didn't actually end right. up seeing it. But you'll have to explain that dent if something's powerful enough to dent Beskar. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's interesting. I never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. What would be powerful enough to do that? Um. And what's what's really cool? So this episode, yeah, let's see. To to finish, um, is that this? So the Sarlacc pit, he goes back, destroys destroys it, or that's 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 back in the flashback, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he does he does. So in Legends, he in expanded universe, he does go back and like shoot, you know, attacks the Sarlacc pit, and then I thought it was great the way they did it, where Fennec hits the yeah the uh, the charge. Right. Boom. You get that get that big sound. So that was cool. So we've killed the Sarlacc. Right. Yeah, that was that was good. Um, now, what I didn't understand was like he must have been out of it when he got out of the Sarlacc pit and uh, didn't remember that. Yeah, he's, he's totally he's totally confused and doesn't remember anything that really happened there. And that's that's the because we're all sitting there going like we know where it's at and all this kind of stuff. But that make it, it it explains why, you know, he didn't know how to find it. Right. And that that's right. why it took him so long to get it and acquire it. So that was that was pretty cool. And then when he goes back down to get it, remember, Finnick is like, you're burning up like the po- the toxin is still yeah. in there and he right. comes out. So she's like, you need a back to tank. So we've been cured with the back to tank. We're good to go. Black chrysanthemum's on her side. Um, So for me, this episode 
I'm probably gonna go like a nine point two for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I felt like episode two was a nine for me. I felt like last week's episode was probably like a seven. Um now that I've thought about it a little bit more. But like and I would say even comparing it with Mando episodes, I mean this episode for me is like is that it's sits inside of like good Mando episodes too. I would I would have it ranked that high because yeah. getting to see Boba back in his ship, getting the armor, oh, yeah. we're going to war. Mm-hmm. I mean things are things are heating up. And uh I do have one kind of little prediction theory. The woman Tuscan that trained Boba. Yeah. I don't think we saw we didn't see her body last week, did we? I don't her know. body's like the one I think she's still alive. Okay. Okay. Could Boba end up have have to fight her at the end? Wow. You mean like for not in a flashback, like, modern day. Modern day. Like yeah. she could be on the side of the pikes, like perhaps like you killed us because you decided to go after this train and all this, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, either either or that fight or alongside Boba. Alongside, yeah, I was thinking too. Maybe, right. maybe that because uh, if there's because there could be some confusion. Uh, if she might be confused as to who who killed her people and understanding that the biker gang is associated with Pike Syndicate, the whole um, the whole bit there. So that's pretty cool. I don't remember whether or not she was actually um, killed or or one of the bodies that that he that he burnt. You know, mm-hmm. so. If anybody has any information on that, let us let us know. That'd be really cool. So, uh, real quick for me, I'm I'm right there with you at like you know nine out of ten. I thought this was a, was a, was a great episode, um, and it had it had tons of little Easter eggs too. Which at some point here, just a few minutes, I want to go over kind of some of the Easter eggs that I found and some that are have been um, uh, referenced already by other you know bloggers and and different folks because this was jam packed just with some some cool stuff. Matt, Madam Garza again was really cool mm-hmm. being there with. Uh, Black Crescenton was was just awesome in the Trandoshans. Um, so yeah. Oh, Ben saying nope, nobody was found, maybe. Yeah. So <clears throat> I like that, Matt. I like that's that's a pretty cool that would be a really cool way to kind of tie because if they're all gone, you know, it feels it feels um because he is, you know, he gets here's something that's interesting. I mean, he's with them for five years. Well, remember when when he sees he must already have Fennec when and have his ship when he sees Mando go out to Cobb Vanth because that's yes. the episode where he's standing there and turns around and we're all like, "Whoa, oh my god!" Um, yeah. He does have a ship then. Yeah, he has a ship at that point. So even right now, as far as the flashbacks go, I feel like there's still room. Is there not still something <clears throat> more to kind of explain? Maybe. Yeah, so the people were breaking down last week's episode, the flashback when he goes in to talk to the Pikes, and remember they're putting the helmets on the spikes, and you see Pelimoto walk out. People are saying that it's been it's been reported that <laughs> that that is another angle of the scene where Din Djarin is walking in to meet Pelimoto for the first time. Okay, all right. That's because cool. you can because in Mando episode five, same things happening. I see. Okay, 
So they're trying, yeah, that, that's really cool. So trying to understand where, where this is in, in relationship to things that are happening in season one um, of, of, Man, of Mandalorian. Cool. Right. I like that. Okay. Um, let me, let me bounce around here. Let me, let me go over some Easter eggs. Is that cool? Absolutely. There was a lot. To yeah. Today's episode. So one of the ones I have pulled up here at, at like 1646, I just thought this was super cool. When Fennec opens up, um, they want to know how many guards are in, and I'm not going to go in any particular order. So as you have one, oh, night, yeah, you just, yeah. just think about it. But like, I know what you're talking about, yeah. That was a Darth Maul kind of like, uh, it felt like, you know, his little, yeah. And the Grievous oh, one, yeah. Grievous was in there too. <laughs> I mean, that was cool. There was the EV droid was in there. But like her little kind of scouting like probe droid thing that when it was like red. Darth it, Maul episode one, yeah. It had that it same sound effect, vibe. right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, when you heard the sound of it, it was like, yeah, I can't even do the sound. But if when you imagine his probes that he sent out, uh, to find Qui-Gon and Anakin, it sounded exactly the same, which I thought was really cool. Star Wars Theory said that the sound that it the sound that it it makes when Fennec cuts through the, the bars, the bars is the is the exact same sound effect that is used when Anakin kills Dooku in episode three. Like if you listen to them side by side, it's like the exact same slap like cutting sound. Wow. I don't know why oh I don't I I don't I don't know why but it's just like they it, just it, he's right to... he's right I just listened to it I because I have it pulled up here and I'm just kind of like I like to click through as we as we do these things uh that's at uh, 1744 great like the hissing noise uh is exactly the same you're right right as when he as when he slices his arms off or whatever and 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 beheads him holy smokes that's cool because I mean, why not? Just if you're going to add in, that's just an extra little layer, um, like that tracking device, and just have Finnick having things or having sounds associated with her that take us back to Clone Wars and take us back to one through three is cool. I think. Yeah. So I'll say this too: today was a great episode for Finnick. I mean, mm -hmm. she was in there just wrecking people in Jabba's in Jabba's palace. Well, at that time, it was Bib Fortuna's palace. But right. soon to be Bo Boba's palace, right? Right, exactly. And I yeah. and I like that. I like that we get a little bit of. Um, I, I I really like the exchange between the two, where Boba's talking about like I'm tired of us having as bounty hunters to have to go, you you know, do jobs for stupid people, and she's kind of deciding to go along with it. And that they're I like that they're building this friendship, and yeah, I think that that's great. Yeah, I do too. And and that it so she, her debt was going to be paid. Also, we never really got it was a already clear, paid. Yeah, yeah, a, a clear feeling, a feeling on how she felt. Uh, you know about her modifications, but she was dead, right? She she was going to die, right? And so flat out, like this is a second chance at life. Um, but getting and the ship back is debt paid. But now she's choosing to stay, which is cool. And and she knew exactly who Boba Fett was too. He's like, I'm yeah. Boba Fett, and she's like, Boba Fett's dead. Right. Uh, maybe not. Uh, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, um, yeah. Those two working together. Fantastic. Um, because he starts to explain the, the, the plan. I think she uses the term. Let me see if I can find it here. Groto. Was that what it was, guys? The uh, uh, referencing a gang, uh, almost like a, um, kind of like right. a slang term for. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Just that she she knew kind of what he was trying to become. And um, uh, Gatra, Gatra, excuse me, there it is. Right. So, uh, yeah, in universe slang, Gatra 
or gang organization. So that was used in that's uh, been used before in Star Wars, which what people were kind of pointing out online. But uh, yeah, she knows how difficult that's going to be. And he's just trying to distinguish himself and set himself up as different. That whole conversation uh, was really a good insight into how Boba Fett has has changed and how he's evolved right there. He explained to us everything that we had been speculating and theory uh, theorizing about, which is that the, the Tuscans, uh, his time with the sand people had changed him and that that he has learned a lot from them. And yeah, I just I do. I love these. Um, the this is the con. This is all that concept art they show at the end. Yeah. Absolutely. Those are great. So cool. I thought I'm like Boba. Yeah, he's over top the Sarlacc pit. I'm like, come on. I thought I was save, like, I'm gonna have to save all this. This is too this is good. Black or Sand, I'm wrecking people. I yeah. do love that. By the way, they do it in Mandalorian. I don't think they, they don't do this in like the other the Marvel shows, but they have done this in both of the, the Disney shows. Yeah. And I, I, it's just such a cool thing the that they showed art. like this concept art while the credits yeah. are playing. It's like, it's something I never really thought about ever being a thing in cinema. Mm -hmm. Like, cause I, 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 I don't, you don't ever really see this as like a thing. It's never like concept art. It's always like either just credits or it's, you know, like a lot of movies end, but they have like their own sort of like cool thing. Like in the Spider-Man movie, it's like doing, it's like, you know, doing its own little cool animated thing. But I, it's just such a cool way to do it. Right. I love it. Yeah, no, I think so, too. It's it's just neat. Um, you know, the credits are rolling. I, I think it keeps people around. You want to watch those more. And then you're looking at the creators and stuff, which is good. I mean, so many people work on these things that I think it's uh, it's cool to have something that kind of holds your attention. Uh, and there, now so. it's a Star Wars thing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So um, let me continue on here with just a couple more things that I thought were were kind of interesting so um droids that were in this i love the droids so the ev 9d9 droid was that uh was that droid when they're in the kitchen it's the one with the flat kind of bottom jaw and it is the one that i believe is like pulling the lever to torture in return of the jedi so it's got multiple uses you had the you had the lead chef who was in there who we saw as like a general grievous you know, with the blade situation. But the other droid is definitely one we have seen before. And then there was this uh, droid. It's an LEP uh, service droid. And we saw these. It was the one that looks like kind of like a rabbit or like a bunny. I don't really know how to. It's got the tall ears or whatever, Matt. Like it's running around, you know what I mean? And right. he's trying to catch it. Uh, that was actually in Clone Wars. And so we saw that droid there. Uh, there was also a droid that that served um, the the Kaminoans on... Uh, Camino. Yeah. So, so that yeah. was, that was there too. So let me, let me, I'm going to pull up an article here. This is from Bespin Bulletin. So this was posted a few, this was posted yesterday before the episode came out. So this is potential leak for the next episode. Although at this point, I'd say it's pretty obvious that we know we're getting it. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and dive into this, but I guess just potential e spoilers, not nothing really. Um, big so oh sorry uh this is an article i saw so this was posted yesterday uh, it's by a pretty good sort of leaker is that dinjarin's ship that we're going to see because remember the razor crest was destroyed so the article goes on to say all kinds of stuff he said from his inside source he was told that din would not only show up in the mandalorian which as of yesterday we didn't officially know that but i think now it's like pretty official 
right. uh, that were <laughs> obviously that were that were getting him. But and he was saying his source led him to believe more so that we would that um, we would see Din in episode five, which is the next episode. And we heard his music play twice and everything. But the ship he would be piloting as is the good old N1 Starfighter, right? Which wow. is the uh, Naboo Starfighter is what the is what the rumor is is leading towards. Because remember, he needs a new ship. Now, right. he can't necessarily do a lot of bounty hunting in this, but I just see this as a sort of a placeholder for him. Right. Since he lost his last ship and he could write um, a reason I think he would like this is one, he probably got it for pretty cheap. And two, it is pre-Empire, which he has already stated that he likes. Yeah. Well, yeah. And like you said, this could just be something that he shows up in and he stat- I mean, he could have a hangar that he keeps it in. And then he's he has another ship where he uh, I don't think he has another trans- ship yet. Yeah. No, I'm just saying like like down. I mean, he could sell this one at some point. No, whatever, he's going to yeah. get he's going to get something new down the line yeah. for sure. But yeah. Yeah. But no, for, for a for, for a one episode or two episode thing, he's he's riding around in it and then he uh sells it for something better yeah for sure that would be yep. hey be cool. anthony says anthony real farm boy in the comment saying bestman bulletin is a very trusted source mm. cool that's good to know that's that's cool i i think this is great I'll lose, I mean, i'm gonna i'm gonna lose my mind because i love this because i obviously love episode one right i have played the old uh jedi starfighter game that came out during that all the prequel games which is really like the golden age of uh, star wars video games and you got to fly this i've always thought by the way that this ship is so underrated yeah because it has massive cannons on it and i think it just looks cool yeah it does it really does um well that that would be anakin anakin blows up a massive space station with it yeah, yeah, for sure. And if they're on the market, that's something again too. It's it's a it's a beat up, rough, whatever thing. And 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 he grabs one. That would be yeah. Where will Grogu sleep? <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, no, I'm all for it. You know the 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 speeder bikes, right? The Power Ranger speeder bikes that people have been mm-hmm. obsessed with or whatever. Again, this is another one of those things that you bring something like this in. You're making all these tiebacks to Clone Wars. But I mean, Boba Fett is is there. He is there in Episode Two. And he grows yeah. up during that time. And then yet now you've got Din Djarin, who was also there. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm starting to think, by the way, uh, and somebody kind of said something along this in the comments, too. The reason we kept seeing all those Camino flashbacks is more so that it's more so to show that, like, the life of the bounty hunter is like watching like his only family he had leave. And like he had to watch his dad die. Yeah. Right. Okay. And so this is all this is all sort of about finding your own place and a different place like in the in the galaxy. And now he's got now he's the head of the family, right? He's got his he's got people he likes and all this stuff he's working for. So I think that's going to be part of it. Yeah. Yeah, I do, too. I think that's that's a, that's a good point. Um, one more uh, quick, quick mention here. I don't know if you guys caught this in the, in the episode. Now, this was a throwback to Clone Wars, but Black Chrysanthemum. When he fights that Trandoshan, that's not just because I was wondering at first. I'm like, why does he fight that? What? What? Why is he so irritated and upset? But the Wookies in the in the Trandoshan have this rivalry. They don't like one another, and they've um, been hunted by them. And some of their younglings were taken, and so on. So I thought that was kind of a, a cool, interesting, you know, little connection to some of the Clone War stuff. Just that he is in Madame Madame Garza's. 
and he's just getting irritated. Just he's already mm-hmm. kind of an irritable Wookiee for sure. Right? She seems to know him. Yeah, yeah, she does. Because what did she? What was the name she called him by? His like nickname? She said um, mm. Santi or something like that, or yeah, Santin. I don't know, Santin. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She shortened his name. She, yeah, I think she was just trying again, trying to calm him down. And what was cool is Boba Fett's watching that whole exchange, and he sees, you know, what she's trying to do. So although they've got kind of this, uh, uh, the, the relationship is not yet. So I don't know. It's, it's rocky because of the mayor and because right. of the pikes and everything. I feel like Madame Garza is going to be somebody who they're going to be close. I feel like Boba Fett's going to be eventually close with Madame Garza and they're going to be kind of like maybe she's an informant in town, keeps him posted on stuff. Right now, she doesn't really know who's going to win out. Boba Fett's got to win this war, prove himself, and and then she'll be locked in. OK, he is the what are they called? The, the Daimo or whatever. Santo. Yeah. 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 So that that's 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 one sort of relationship I do. I hope we get sort of explored a little bit more. I feel like I feel like over the course of the story, we need just a little bit more about her because right now it's I mean, she just like immediately sort of falls in line to be like, okay, well, this is all your stuff. But that doesn't necessarily mean that we should trust her. No, no, for sure. And that's where I think I think she is just torn. I really think she's caught in the middle of all these politics and all these different, um, you know, what do you do? Her establishment uh she she just seems to be navigating all of it really well so which side is she on sure but i I just kind of feel like they showed us a scene where boba fett saw her try to calm down um bk and it it almost worked but again his whole he's got to rip an arm off and then he's satisfied and and he pays she was trying to clear his here's his tab too and he goes ahead and you know he pays for it and and rolls out and is going to work with boba fett now which is which is great. Max Rebo is still there, right? Shout out to Max. Hit it, Max. Hit it, Max. Hit what? What is she talking there's, about? There's been more. Max Rebo has had more plot developed for him in these few episodes in the five minutes he'd had on screen than the entire sequel trilogy had. I'll just say it. Okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Max Rebo's plot has been more well thought out than the entire sequel trilogy. Okay. I'll, wow. I, I mean, Come on now. What, I, mean, what I, are we I, doing? I am such a fan. I am such a fan. It's just got such a good uh, vibe going on in there, you know? And I, I feel like everyone's having a good time. Even the Trandoshans are having a fine time. I feel like after BK erupts, everyone's like, all right, like, you know, right back at it. Like money's flowing. Drinks are flowing. Music is being played. It's great. So that's somebody that Boba's got to get on his side. I really feel like they have to have some sort of an alliance or whatever. Um, and let's talk, by the way, while we're at alliances. The whole each each family, the Aqualish and Trandoshan and uh, who else? The the Klatuinians, like they totally have they stepped back and said, we will remain neutral. And this is like his chance to prove himself against the Pikes. The Pikes are amassing and they have their whole dinner. They all get scared to death by the Rancor, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Right. That was and funny. All, yes. Yeah. Yes. That was definitely funny. And he feeds them, you know, which is great. Uh, but I felt like that was a good thing for him to 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 start to kind of. He's going to prove himself now and th- just bottom line, just stay out of it. That's a better deal than the pikes will give you. So you don't have to risk any of your own. I- I'm, I'm going to be the major protector here. I've got people working for me. I've got my biker gang. I've got uh, black Chrysanthemum, And then the whole lead up here is Din Djarin, my friend, the Mandalorian. Yeah. Bring him in. This is going to be sweet. I mean, so some people have been worrying saying, Oh, do you think he's going to overshadow Boba? I don't think so. 
I think he's going to be there. He's going to be hired muscle. I think we're just going to see him do a little bit of fighting. Yeah, I do too. I actually think it's been great. Does he and I don't think we're going to. No, and I don't think we're going to see any. By the way, I don't think. I think his role in this is going to be so small that we're not really going to get like maybe like a little nugget that's like a teaser, but I don't think we're going to get anything sort of significant. I don't think we'll see the dark saber. That's what's going to Yeah, right. That Why would be not? insane. Has that it. would be insane. He has <laughs> it. So like, let him use it. You know what I mean? He, Cause he's got that. And let's, let's, let's just talk about uh, Din Djarin for a little bit. He's going to have a new ship he's rolling in with. So if it is this, this Naboo, fighter that would be freaking sick he should have the the um dark saber he should also he and bo-katan are kind of on the outs right they're gonna uh, probably part ways we will not see um gina carano right we're not gonna see definitely not no not doing it although there there are i don't know there are there are no no. no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm there, just running out of ideas. Right. And this, and- I will say, I, I will, I would not be, sur- I would not be surprised if at some point in the future we do see uh, Gina Carano back. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. I really wouldn't, or they recast the role because I, I, it's just, she's a very, the character of Cara Dune was super cool and everybody yeah. really liked it. Yeah. Very popular. And, as you know, obviously she said some things controversial, but let me tell you something. Um, Disney at the end of the day doesn't care what people think about things being controversial or not, right? That's why you know they like lay off tons of people and their parks. What John? The Boy? only thing exactly. The only thing they care about is this. Okay, so. If at some point they decide that bringing Gina Carano back would make them more money than it would like hurt them, yeah. she will be back. I gear like guaranteed. Okay. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. was a pretty controversial guy before Iron Man. They're you know they're fine. Yeah, he those. was. Right. Well, I th- you know, again, once things settle, the dust settles and stuff, and you move past right. a lot of this stuff, she might just roll back in and be like, "Hey, I mean," or they might approach her and then right settle something. You know what I mean? T- talk to each other and sit down, figure and, it and, out, and figure it out. Yeah. Um, you know, but who knows? So we'll, we'll see. Uh, you let, yeah. Okay. So we don't think he's bringing, so we don't think Din Djarin's bringing anybody with him. Grogu's gone. He's with master Skywalker, by the way. Uh, he might have the dark saber might not. I kind of feel like he, I don't think we're going to see him use it, but I kind of feel like we might see it on him or somewhere. Just like, just, just I don't think that, I don't think Grogu is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Carl Weathers did tweet. I he did tweet something recently. Let me go look. Um and I think it was just alluding to the fact that he would be in Mandalorian season three. It's like obviously they know you're in Oh yeah. Okay. I mean. But uh I'm sure he'll probably direct another episode too. Yeah. He's so great. uh let me um I'm gonna do a share here just uh Got some, got some transmissions here. So this one was just sent uh, two days ago, but it still works. So uh, it's from Andrew. Remember, guys, if you want to shoot us a transmission, you can do so over at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com. We read these on the show. So, hey, guys, I was thinking about Boba Fett and had this pop into my mind. Uh, maybe the person who's trying to kill Boba is Kira. Disney had, is releasing the comics, and you guys have been referencing how she went looking for Han. Maybe this is a connection, and we'll see her in the Book of Boba Fett series. I think it's a strong possibility and makes a lot of sense. I'm not sure if this uh, is a theory anyone has really talked about. 
um, kind of goes on. Pike's right here. Could it be hidden in plain sight? Thank you guys so much. Yeah, I um, I there. So Kira or excuse me, Amelia Clark, I believe, is right now working on. Is it Secret Wars? The Marvel, it's another Marvel movie thing. Secret okay. Wars, I think, has to do with the scrolls. Those like the green things you see in um, Captain Marvel. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, they're like a it's like a race. They're involved in uh, things are like a super scroll character. I kind of forget. Uh, I think one of the goblins that Spider-Man fights at one point is like it's like one of those things. Anywho. I believe that Amelia Clark is involved in that project. And so people were like, oh, it'd be really easy. You got it right there. And a cyber command mm -hmm. swing over to do something for Kira. And she is being referenced in this whole Crimson Rain stuff right now. And you and I have talked about it is if Boba defeats the Pikes here mm -hmm. and they're beginning to establish this new sort of crime order, which I think is probably the likely outcome. Yeah. How is that going to affect other the other crime syndicates out there like the Black Sun? Right, like because Crimson Rain, because it seems like the Knights of Ren, who are in this whole deal at this point, are like gearing up for Snoke and Kylo Ren. So I feel like they're doing their own Sith thing right now. Right, and and so whatever has happened in that comic book series or at the end of it, whether Crimson Dawn is in some position of power or she set things up just the way she wants them to be set up, and Boba Fett gets in the way, she's already had, she's already stolen. Um, Han Solo's body from Boba already caused him some issues. So there's a history there. Like it won't surprise me at all. If she, she checks in here and says, ah, eh, you know what? This is not working towards my end game. And there's some sort of, you know, conflict between the two. So I love it. I, I really, really hope we see Kira. There's really just no reason not, not to do it. People are such fans of solo solo gets talked about on Twitter so much that it's like, look, if you're not going to do solo too, fine bring in Kira, bring in, uh, you know, Han Solo, all those different things. There is rumors still about um, uh, Han Solo in the Mandalorian and even possibly this. So I feel like, well, they're hiring people. I mean, they're they? hiring bounty hunters. I mean, that's how big's your coin. I no, mean, is, yeah. is Din right. the only person that we're going to see? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, I feel like you've got to get, get Bosk, get these guys, get your old, get Dengar. Now what, what if what if what if Lando shows up and he says, "Hey Cap, on your right." Oh wait, that's not what he says. That's that's Avengers, yeah. uh, which came, which they basically you know sort of ripped off. What does he say in uh, in, 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 in in Rise of Skywalker? It's basically the same thing, right? As, oh as, hey, yeah, hey Cap, right. on your right. He's like, hey, or no, right. hey, hey, Poe, your... we're all we're we're all here, or whatever. Right, know. but he does say something like that. Right, it's pretty yeah. much like, hey, Cap, on your right. I mean, right, it's pretty yeah. much the exact same thing. No, we're all here, right? Right, right. So that would be I Lando again. They're doing the Lando series, and they want. I mean, they what want to these... shows up. Why not, man? Why not? Why not just go ahead and it's fine to bring in Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill and these guys and and help with the transitional sort of thing. Give them some more. You know, have them on set, have them as consults. Peter Mayhew did the same thing for Jonas when he was taking over Chewbacca. Like, I feel like that's that's an okay thing to do. And then let these guys act. Let them come back in here and build. It's just like the freaking extended universe, man, or expanded. Excuse me. There's no reason not to just go ahead and like give us these stories. You know, Han wants to dip back into smuggling, or maybe he knows a you know a, a person or two, or that comes across somebody, or Lando's involved. If Kira's involved. 
I mean, it just would be freaking awesome. You, you brought in Bo-Katan. We, we love it. You brought in Ahsoka. You've got Thrawn uh, showing up in all of this. This, this is it, man. This, this is the chance for them. I mean, so far, I'm loving what the Book of Boba Fett is doing because it's got Fennec in there. If they show up next episode and you cast somebody for Dengar and you bring in Bosk, I'm going to lose my ever-living mind. Absolutely going to lose it. And I don't think anywhere that they are have been killed off or anything. People are still mentioning Cad Bane. Um, so just just kind of how those stories have been been left open. I he's got the credits, got the credits, knows these people. Um, why not? And I'm I'm really trying to think who else who else he 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 would Zuckus. I don't know if Zuckus is alive. I don't know if in the comics he's died or not, but he's the kind of beetle like uh, character that you see in Empire. That's the that's what they talked about doing, Matt, was was you had these second tier or third tier characters, action figures. Your older brother got the other ones. You get these other guys. Like, we all want to see those characters come back. And and I just feel like they're doing it, man. This, this has been bold. I actually think it's been bold in terms of, like, the little tiny nods back to 1, 2, and 3, Clone Wars, droids, just making it all kind of fun and giving us a new Boba Fett. Yeah, where like, you know, and the thing is where I'm at right now is I know like obviously, you know, like Boba Fett is kind of the Boba Fett's kind of like the most interesting character in this whole like expanding out Star Wars because like Din, it was okay. Here's a new character and all like Rebels and and, like even Ahsoka is kind of easy because she ties in with them. But like you look at Rebels, you look at. Uh, Din Djarin and it's kind of like how do we take these characters and connect them to the bigger Star Wars plot Mm -hmm. whereas like Boba Fett is already in the main Star Wars plot but he's such like a fringe character right really I mean if you really go and you watch the original movies he's in he's in it for like nine minutes I mean he's like he just sort of he shows up he gets kicked off the sand barge and that's it like that's his whole arc in the in yeah. the original in the original trilogies so it's kind of like what they've already done now is they've given us which i'm so glad they did seven episodes instead of six mm-hmm. which i think like hawkeye and some of these other ones have been so it's like boba now we've you've given us boba's story outside of his own solo arc Okay, now like we get it. We now know much more about who Boba is as a person, and we feel connected to him. So now it's almost time to tie Boba back into some sort of bigger Star Wars arc, and that's where I think, yeah, you could bring in a lot of these characters. There's really so much they can do in these next three episodes. I mean, obviously they're filmed and recorded, but I think that they're going to do. That's just going to be. It's going to accomplish so many things. It's going to continue to push Boba for as his own solo character as well as like create new star Wars questions and mm-hmm. answer star Wars questions. Yeah. They're knocking yeah. out of the park with this first, you know, like Wanda vision type mm-hmm. story. Cause the Mandalorian, I still view as it's like, it's like a, it's like its own thing. It's well, not like a mini series. Right here. Let me, let me uh, this is, this is the genius that they've done. Right. So the big surprise in the Mandalorian was that Boba Fett is back. Now they're right. telling huge. his like that's huge. That that season two was so full. I mean, just so many things. The Spurs in season one walking up to Fennec, everyone's like, that's Boba Fett. Like that. Although insane. when he although when he was walking up to her in this, he did not have spurs on. Yeah, I know. They kind of went. So I think crazy. they ju- I think they just did it just for the heck of it. That's a little tease. Yeah, it was, it was just, fine. It's okay. 
Yeah, I love it. Um, so I, I, I feel like, yeah, now we're getting all, like these first four episodes have really got us kind of caught up on his story, Tuscan's understanding what was going on and some of his backstory. And now these last three, I feel like we're going to take it to another level. I, I, cause every time you see, uh, Tamora, um, Mingna talking about this series, like they, they go on some after show stuff. It dude, they're all talking about episode six and seven as if they're the, the huge. Something dude. happens on a ship because tomorrow Morrison right. actually s- slipped right. and, and said it. Yeah. Yeah. And which and is, Ming not and Ming Na was like, I think you mean Mandalorian. Like, uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I did watch this. I did watch this funny interview with them the other day, and he was saying that he actually wanted less lines. Yeah, than he had it. in the yes. first two, and he was like, "No, he's like Boba needs to remain mysterious." But I would say the chemistry between them, like acting chemistry, is just so good because, like, you can tell they're just like really good friends. All the interviews with them are just amazing. And she's like, "Yeah, what he was actually trying to do is get out of work." You know, and he's yeah. like, like it was yeah. so good. They are like they work so well together yeah. as like as like a as a duo. Yeah, they do. It's it's fantastic. So so yeah, man. Like this this is the time where he yeah this is a great comment. So he's he's healed, right? Bulba is a hundred percent healed. We're now at the present time. I don't know if they're going to do much of the flashback stuff unless it's something with Camino or understanding more of that. And I think really they were showing that just to kind of say yeah, it's a connection to his father, um, understanding really that he is he's he's adopting that he's becoming like a father figure to this family he's he's stepping in um on, on that level and and ming na is there as his you know uh second and i don't know so to me buddy this is like the, we're gonna fight the pikes we're gonna need some hired guns we're gonna get the likes of dengar Bosk, zuckus mandalorian whoever you want to bring in bring in some gems for us and hire these folks and we're gonna have to fight the pikes and then i think i feel like you, i I don't know why. I, I know nothing major has been dropped yet, but it's the first four episodes and you kind of save these things. Even if it's just one thing. I mean, there's no way Mandalorian's not coming in, right? There's no way Din Djarin's not showing up when you play the Mandalorian theme. No. Right? I mean, up. he's going to be there. I think that's a given now. So now I say, right. what else is coming? Is it Kira or who who is the other bigger surprise? Because they're all talking like it's... Right. I try to think of all the characters it could be. But again, so we, the other, we will need... Because if... Black Chrysanthemum's on our side now. We will need somebody for the Pikes Boba to fight. No, we will need somebody for Boba to fight. Right. Like he's going to have some sort of, right? Well, yeah, but it could, uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they go high. They go high bounty hunters. Yeah. They might hire like a champion. That's what I thought you're saying. Is that like, yeah, they, uh, they tried tried BK and that didn't work. Right, and the huts are now out, which is so that's cool that they stepped in and they're stepping out. I don't but, think they're out. Yeah, you think they're they're still? I hundred percent believe they're still. Yeah, yeah. Um, is it yeah, is I, it Bosk? But I feel like you just you already have the Trandoshans on your side now. Yeah, and again, he's out. If he's still part of the bounty hunter guild or whatever, I don't know if he's. Does he take jobs where he's just a hired gun? You know, just just muscle. Does he do that? I he, he I think he would. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think from episode five or even episode six, uh, just, just some of those extra characters who they might bring in, Would but they hire Omega. Oh my God. I don't know. Now I'm kind of thinking Omega's not in this, right? I, cause I just feel like we're getting too close to the end and I, I feel like it, it's more, I like think they're going to allude to it. Yeah. They could allude to it. I think with the pikes, the Kira now seems more likely uh, if you're going to really go crazy on, on your on your theory. Um, 
and then any of these other bounty hunters hired muscle could it be anybody else from the mandalorian that we've already seen you know remember there were um in the in the jailbreak episode god what is his name guys um uh, oh, Mayf- I, uh, no, uh i don't think so what what is he doing well i don't know that? i so, well i don't know i also happened to catch a lot of bilber interviews because he goes on joe rogan and he goes on um he goes on a lot of sports shows and stuff like that and he talks he talks about like the process for because he does like a lot of stuff but he's anytime he ever talks about being in star wars he says like oh man it's such a big big deal he's like he's like there's like millions of guys running around like cameras and you got to stand here and motion capture and like all this stuff he's like it's just crazy um, so I don't think he's in anything until season Mando season three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just try to run down the whole list of, you know, uh, folks that, it, that it bounty can be. hunters. Cause I've, I've been surprised. Like there's these new characters. I mean, which, which are awesome. And they've, they've built a world in front of us with Madame Garza. Madame Garza is fantastic. By the way, she's stunning. I, we I, can I see love, an IG droid there. You can just IG, see another, cool. another, another IG droid. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, Gosh, yeah, I'm gonna look up the just cat, just uh, secondary cast for. I mean, the big one would be somebody who's playing Dengar. Yeah, for sure, absolutely, absolutely. Um, let's see, no, no, no. But no I feel like you Republic could honestly though. do a cool Boba Dengar like arc in Boba season two, it, which I think is probably likely. Uh huh. Yeah. Gosh. Nah, none of these. Uh, you got Lang. Nah, I'm look. I'm just looking at all the characters here that we could have. Ig Eleven. Who we know as bounty, bounty hunters. Yeah, just just in general, just people who who might might be, like Doctor Pershing. I'm just looking at the old cast for Mandalorian and seeing who there there was a big rumor. There was a big rumor slash like leak, but to me it seems more like a like rumor that there is going to be some. It's like some character who is going is going to appear that's going to tie it into the sequel somehow, like a Maz Kanata or something. But oh yeah, that'd be cool. I don't know. I just don't see that right now. No, not yet. But but maybe for the Mandalorian or something. Yeah. Um, gosh, I don't know. Does uh, do anybody in the comments have any thoughts on on who we who we could see? Yeah, it's too it's too bad because Cara Dune would have been perfect for this, right? You need hired muscle. That I, we right. we all would have been speculating. That she'd be in it, uh, Migs, Migs Mayfeld. I don't know, like, um, you know, maybe, maybe not. All right. Um, here, let me let me pull while you're while you're while you're thinking about that. Let me uh, let me grab another transmission here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cast. So this is from uh, this is from Wes. Uh, he says, "Hey, Matt Nez, episode four. Like, oh my God, loved every minute of it. It appears Boba Fett has officially been reborn. He's whole. He was baptized in the desert and has arisen a new man. In some ways, wiser ways, I appreciated that we got to see him get his ship back and how Finnick, him and Finnick became partners. The meeting of the families was epic. Had a very Godfather-esque feel to it. Yeah, I've kind of thought like the Sopranos, <laughs> you know, sometimes. You can see the Boba is thinking strategically um and he's playing to jark uh thinking one or two moves ahead placing the dinner above the rancor pit was perfect showing the others his power and what he'd do to anyone who crossed him he's got chrysanthemum on his side now i hope his relationship is more like 
his with Fennec, but Chrysanthemum clearly has a violent and savage streak, which is fine. It'll suit Boba's purpose in the next phase. How great was it to get the Mando theme song as Fennec was saying, we're going to need muscle, and she knew exactly where to look. Now, I know Disney is planning a Marvel-like team-up in the series uh, or movie with Din, uh, Boba, and Ahsoka, uh, but that doesn't make it any less cheap when they show up. Tatooine is clearly the place where the team-up will happen. Anyway, cannot wait to see Din, Boba, and Fennec working together in the next episode. We need that. Will Din have a new Razor Crest? Will he wield the Darksaber or just the Beskar staff? Is this the beginning of a new uh, covert being established in most Espa for the Mandalorians or, or of the Watch? So many questions. Can't wait to hear you guys' thoughts later. P.S. What's the new name of his ship going to be? Disney said Slave, you know, is gone. Mm-hmm. So did he just say Ahsoka? Uh, like the idea that Ahsoka might m- m- might Could be. I don't think so. But if Ahsoka I, yeah. shows up, then it's going to be freaking ridiculous. And I'm I'm be like, I we, would, we would... We would yeah. like re- if Ahsoka shows up, then this, you know, of the non Mandalorian Disney Plus shows, which includes like WandaVision, Loki, and all that stuff, which by the way, I mean, like Loki was like that felt massive. Yeah, I mean, what did do, but Loki felt like really big. If Ahsoka shows up in this, it will easily be the best Disney thing, period. It'll be better than Hawkeye, better than Wanda, better than Loki, better than Falcon Winter Soldier. Right. So I was just trying to think of individuals who could even show up on the Pike side and just like be working for them and not know that, but Bo- you know, Boba's amassing this other group, you know, the Martez, the Martez sisters. Hey, maybe, you know, so, so, <laughs> something, something like that. They're just, do, they're running a job or uh, working for them or they're there for different reasons and they get hired and roped into all this. We stuff. could, we could introduce a new character that's working for the Pikes that doesn't die. That then goes on to work like be somebody that we fight in Mando season three. Like you could establish a new villain uh-huh. here. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, fight somebody sure. that gets away and then they show up in Mando season three or something. That's a good point. They did that with Moff Gideon, right? Moff Gideon shows up and you're like, wait, who, right? What's, what's going on here. And that's another bad guy that we have to fight and continue to, to come across. So like if the huts come back again and you want to keep using the huts or the twins or something, that would be interesting if they showed up at the end and they are really behind a lot of this stuff. Right. Um, I'd be I'd be even cool with something like that, just making them a bigger deal um, or Jabba's son or who knows what you want to freaking do. But, yeah, someone brand new that is allied with the Pikes would be if it, Kira could be that person. She could be the person who is like a bad, you know, on, on the on the not dark side, but uh, opposed to Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, maybe maybe Kira knows the whereabouts of, of Thrawn. Wow. Yeah, that would be interesting if, if if she did. Maybe Thrawn's the one behind all this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know because again, he was he was dealing with uh, was it Morgan Elsbeth and Lang or whatever, and and they were mining He's dealing with something. Like, is there something besides Spice? Is Spice some sort of cover run? Thrawn Thrawn could still be above, say, even if Kira is in charge of Crimson Dawn, right, or Crimson uh-huh. Rain, right, uh, which could answer to Thrawn. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, th- like that's that. I feel like if it gets that high, if it gets if it involves him, then the spice run is a cover for some other mineral or resource, like so- something more right. military. That because that's what that operation was. Seems like a they were they were just sort of raking that planet for minerals and resources. Quaxium. Yeah. So I feel like he probably would be doing something like that to be building up some sort of force or whatever, which would be cool. 
which would be really cool because well they're doing well they're doing they were doing cloning there on navarro right right yeah it is okay yeah i looked up uh just just looking up a list of characters who and remember it. we still don't know we still don't know what the status of the empire is i mean even though moff gideon was just defeated it seems like there's still obviously a lot of like shadow of the empire right remnants yeah. still out there that have yet to turn into the first order well, and I, sp speaking to that, I was looking at Madame Garza's place and I, I was stopping at every every kind of character trying to see if there's anybody back there who looks like someone who's, a, who's an imperial hideout, like your Mara Jade like character or Emperor's Hand or something who's just on the run and just hiding because um, they had stormtroopers there. We, we know this, uh, that that the Empire had a small presence. Why not? Um, on, right. on so. If so, when Din shows up. Do you think there will be any conversation about like, I mean, I know I said I don't think we will, but I mean, I I think we might get like some little nugget in passing. Like it's something's going to be sort of vague that's going to allude to something that could happen in Mando season three. Um, And just and it also I don't I don't think we're going to see him without his helmet off either, because I think just I'm just guessing in terms of filming and stuff, you yeah. can just have Pedro Pascal do voiceover, which is easy. Mm -hmm. Because then yeah. you, you didn't have to, you could just go to like any studio and do voiceover work. I don't know that he was like on set to film this, mm -hmm. so just be surprised if he doesn't take his helmet off. I guess is what I what I feel like. And by the way, real quick before I went off that, so I was reading somewhere or I was listening to a video where they were talking about one of the reasons that Pedro Pascal pushed for having his helmet off uh -huh. in season two. Remember that was like a big deal, and everybody thought he was right. leaving. Is and I and is because if you if you don't right, then you don't you like lose the ability to win certain awards, yeah, like Emmys or not Emmys but uh, Grammys, yeah, not Grammys, Emmys. Jeez, yeah. I am right the first time. Yeah, yeah. is you lose? You, I guess you like lose access to it. So that's why they're pushing to get their to have their uh, as so many scenes with their helmets off or whatever, which is fine. Yeah, I'm totally great. fine. I'm totally, doing totally, that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, I don't like the whole not taking your helmet thing off was like a new thing. And so I was like, whatever. I mean, I'm to to totally, totally fine with that. But anywho, I don't know that we will see his helmet off in here. But do you think we'll get a little nugget something like, oh, hey, man, who was that Jedi that showed up? You know, like, or I mean, any, I mean. You mean because Boba oh, Fett leaves, Boba Fett leaves, and then Luke Skywalker yeah. shows up, the guy who knocked him into the Sarlacc pit. Oh my gosh! Well, I, I mean, it's Han, but right, he's right, still, right. He's fighting him there. Uh, that would be crazy because that's they totally did that whole thing where they they made sure Boba didn't come across uh, Luke because there would have been trouble, possibly, or you know, um, some animosity. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah. like, <laughs> they just wanted to, you know, avoid that and have their moment. So, yeah, that would be cool if he mentioned that, or if he mentioned what happened to the to Grogu and that he just gave him to a Jedi or something, you know? Because yeah. he, I don't know the, probably... I don't know the Boba now would have hard feelings about it. No, he seems to be like it was all working for Jabba, and he puts it all back on Jabba. Like this was stupid. You know what I mean? Right. Like the things that he had to go through and that he had to do, and it's just I, I liked that because he was like all the all the bosses he had to work ever work for. Right, that he was smarter, that there was unnecessary, you know, uh, people were losing their lives, his friends, I mean, air quote friends, uh, you know, I know Boba Fett was kind of a loner, but like still people, he was in that trade. And um, yeah, a lot of these individuals were were sticking their necks out for ridiculous uh, things. 
and he just felt like it was yeah he feels he's, he now sees that it's that's unnecessary so um a, a one one that i have here for you so he's looking for for hired guns what about the marshal of moss pelgel cobb van i know i know that that'd be crazy if he showed up there it's, and he like stepped I know. out and just pulled just just pulled his gun on somebody and just you know I think that'd be sick. I mean, probably not, but like, if you want to bring in a minor character, you've established Cobb Vanth. Let's do it. I know, I know. See, the the problem is, is that some of these actors, right? Like that played, like it's like to bring in Black Chrysanthemum is easy because you can bring in anybody and have them put on a Wookiee costume. Sure. Yeah, but to like bring in like Timothy Oliphant, that's why I don't. That's why it's like I Amelia Clark's like really hard for me because she's mega star. I mean, she's movie star. Well, like those those things get found out. I mean. Yeah, as much as they tried to hide it for like years, everybody knew Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were in Spider Man. No matter how much they said no, we're not. Like everyone knew for like years that that was like that that was the case. Right, you're right. It, yeah, but there was yeah. You're just speculating, talking about it. I, I still know, feel yeah. like you know everyone knew Ahsoka. The, the rumors were Ahsoka's going to be in Rosario Dawson's back, and that's what Dave and those guys were saying. Uh, John Favreau, we knew the. People knew they were coming in. You can't stop some of those things. It is what it is. It's okay. But every once in a while, they do something like a Luke Skywalker moment and Mark Hamill. And that's shocking. The fact that they pulled that off is marvelous. So they know they know a way. But look at how they had to do it. I mean, look at how they had to do it. They had to like have another actor. They had to. Right. And like and some of these Star Wars. Is it worth it? I mean, I think the payoff is especially if you're that actor. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm not saying it's not worth it. I guess what I'm saying is I get like what I think is the odds are not in their favor. It's okay. like it's one it's like one thing to bring Mark Hamill to a Star Wars set. It's another thing to bring like a meal. I mean, it, like Mark Hamill outside, even he's not like a mega mega star like yeah. Amelia Clark is. I mean, Amelia Clark's like I mean, you're you're in like the biggest of movies and TV shows. Yeah, I just yeah. feel like it would get tracked like people would know. Yeah, uh, I, I, I believe I believe there is a way and it would be really Cobb good. Vanth would want peace on Tatooine. Yeah, he would. He would. Uh, and he's right there. So I feel like, you know, um, it just. Yes. Just and kinda... Fennec, Fennec was a uh, great comment here. Fennec was there. So I feel like that that situation had to be explained to Boba. Mm-hmm. This Jedi showed up. Jedi, what do you look like? Uh, okay, yeah, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, good point. Good point. We could also see something through transmission. You know, we always think that people are going to show up right there on set and stuff, even though they still have to do some sort of capture uh, in a studio somewhere. But yeah, it'd be kind of mm-hmm. cool to even just a, a, a voice cameo or something. I don't know. Uh, see, see, there is see that there is an article saying that Cobb Vanth could be Cobb Vanth could return rumor. But right. this article is saying that with the unlikelihood of Din Djarin showing back up, well, I think it's pretty obvious that he's shown back up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't know. It just they... although to be honest, why should they even have to pay Din? What do you mean? I mean, oh, he owes him one. You mean is it you're saying that in the I feel, like, I feel like I feel like Din Din owes Boba one. Yeah, sorry. For a second, I thought you meant the actor. I was like, Matt, they I mean, gotta pay the actor to show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, no, yeah. I guess I don't know. Are they even after he did? He did give him a ride to go track down Moff Gideon and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It sure. could. It could. I just feel like Amelia Clark is so big that it would get leaked. Yeah, where there's a will, there's a way, my friend. And if they, I know, 
It, I, I hope so. What I what I what and I know I hope because so, I also am the guy who was sitting there when when Luke Skywalker showed up and I said there's no way I was watching the whole thing and right. I was like I sh- I if you watch my reaction I was shaking my head the whole time I was like even when I mean I was almost in tears even when he gets there and he's about to to, to reveal his hood I'm like that's not Luke this is there's no way there's no way so I didn't believe it right up until uh, he actually does it and uh, I just think it's you know we'll we'll see it's just that the and that's something that's lost, right? But if you're able to do it, if you're able to bring in a surprise like that, that's why, I mean, look at, that's why season two finale for Mandalorian was like, or like just so freaking awesome. The whole uh, Baby Yoda Grogu intro was so freaking awesome. They did that out the gate. And then you have things like the Spider-Man thing. Yeah, even though people knew that was coming, it still was like Ahsoka. I know. Even if you don't do Luke, and they did do Rosario Dawson and that gets leaked and stuff. That's still fantastic because it just was like the hype was so, you know, it did like the, I don't know what you call it, fan service or whatever, but it was there. You felt really, really, really good about what they were doing um, in Mandalorian season two. So, I, I mean, even will if we, we, leaked, I'm will we see Cobb Vanth again? A hundred percent. I a hundred percent believe so. we will yeah. see. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I just, I don't know that. I don't know that we're seeing him in, in book. I mean, because well, look at this. I mean, he was leaked to be in Mandalorian, uh-huh. like early, early, early stages of Mandalorian. He was leaked right. to be to be in it. Right. I feel like he would he would have been leaked that he was returning for this. For this, yeah. Because I don't. I. I mean, I. Unless they shot a scene, they could have because Boba appears in the same episode as him of mm-hmm. Mandalorian. If they shot something back then. That fit that tie that that ties in. Maybe he goes and asks him, and he says no. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, gosh, I I get it. You know that it's hard to kind of keep secrets and and whatnot. But um, it, it would just be so awesome. It, you know, and and now what I'm thinking too is as you go into Mandalorian season three, once we get through these next couple episodes, someone like Madame Garza or like Peli Mato was like a re- reoccurring character, and like now having you know, Matt, Madame Garza show up in other things. If people ever go to Tatooine, they could stop in there and see her there. You're nearby Boba's place, but he might be out doing something. I just feel like that's kind of cool. Now you have characters that we like, right? Um, I feel like she's going to be one that we're going to remember for a long time. And she's going to be well-established on Tatooine, even in like books and comic books. Now, Matt, like as they build all that out, somebody pops in there to make it feel more connected or more, whatever you stop by, uh, and you see Max Rebo and Madame Garza and, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking up here. So I'm looking at Timothy Oliphant. There's like nothing saying anything that he's even remotely, you know, doing anything in, in Star Wars involved. So other, I mean, I guess other characters I'm just trying to think of at the top of my head. I mean, you can always do something with sound. Like sound is really easy. Where you just have a voiceover line and they say something and it's like a hologram. That's very Star Warsy. Okay, cool. But to fit like physically, sh- physically showing up. The, I mean, Bosk for me is the easy one because you already have all these Trandoshans, and then you just have somebody step in and play Bosk. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, um, and then Chewbacca, same thing. You could do something like that. Um, I mean, although I feel like people would be saying again, like you said, Chewie's in this or something because the costumes there or whatever. Um, like that's the thing. I yeah. think it, it gets into like if Bosk is in it, you feel like 
well, someone would see the costume or say say something. I get the other the other extra layer is when there's an actor and that, right. Costume. I get that. Right. I'm just kind of because you know it's all the layers of like the right. But HR, they do getting people I know. in and all that kind of stuff. Know. You know? Well, and you and you have to like work with their agent and call the guy, and then you get them upset, yeah. and you have to sign a contract, and you have to, you know it's, there's a lot. I mean, there's like there's a ton of steps that have to filming schedules have to work out, and there's a lot to it. Um, but I will say, so like the thing with Mark Hamill is like Mark Hamill had shown up on set to like check it out, right? Oh, okay, cool, right? Um that happens a lot where people show up on set and they just get to walk around and see stuff like Gina, um, uh, Gavin car. Ga- uh, was that her name? Gina Gavin car. Yeah. Yeah. Who plays, um, um I- Versio. Iden Versio mm-hmm. did like puppeteering work in one of the episodes of Mandalorian. Are we going to see Iden Versio at one, at one point, one of these shows? Yeah. I, you better believe it. hundred percent. We are. Yeah. That would be cool. So is that like, that's kind of the thing where sometimes it's like, Hey, we have the person here. They're going to just walk around set. And then the next thing you know, they're in it. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Gosh, I'm some scouring the internet right now. Yeah. It's just, For just news and everything. Yeah. yeah nope. I think we're, I think we, yeah, I think we're we hit most, hit most of it. I mean, Din Djarin's definitely showing up. Yeah. What if he's great? What if he doesn't? Oh, he's going to has to has to. I think that's the, that's what's what that's what's wonderful. That's what's great is that like they that's a given now. And so is he going to be in all is he going to be in all three episodes or just one? God, wouldn't it be great if he was? I mean, I mean, I mean, what are I mean, what all what with there being three episodes left? It feels like, you know, how do you how do you so it's like this next one's preparing for battle. Then you have a battle and then you have something else. The fallout of it. Yeah. 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 I feel like the guns have got to start showing up this episode. You might have one more flashback or something. Do you think we're going to see more flashbacks in the last three episodes? That's a question. I think, we may, I think maybe we get one more. I don't know what it'll be. Right. Maybe just him tracking down Cobb Vanth or learning more about that and getting with Tuskins and, and talking to Fennec about how he needs to get his armor back maybe. Yeah, because I think I think at the end of what what it needs to finish with ultimately is it needs to finish with some sort of it has to finish with something that allows this uh, basically what I'm you know like somebody somebody pointed out I think Anthony pointed out like it's sort of your first Avengers arc phase one that's where we're at right now mm-hmm. we're setting up for Thrawn so how do, how does this what how does Boba being the Daimo and the, the head of a family lead us up to like his faction being involved and in, i think maybe a bat a showdown with thrawn mm-hmm. yeah and taking back mandalore which seems like that's going to be the next the next big mando arc yeah and bo katan and ahsoka hmm yeah okay uh racking my brains we're gonna have to do a full list i think of just of every possible even character, character. In a suit or alien as you're saying too like that could these last couple episodes who, who we might see because uh, they just need to hit a home run here. And I think they're going to. And it sounds like it, honestly, Matt, even if we don't get a whole lot of that stuff, it doesn't matter. Even just a fight straightforward with the pikes here. I'm happy. Like we saw pikes. We've seen all these different little droids. That they're bringing in Jabba's palace, all the creatures there, the band, um, all the little lingo. We got connections to the clone wars. We got the freaking um, the sound effects, as you mentioned earlier in the episode. So 
yeah, to me, it's it's all it's it's already been fantastic. So yeah, absolutely awesome, awesome. All right, guys. Well, hey, with that, that was our re- that was our review slash sort of reaction to a book of Boba Fett episode four. We have three more to go. Don't worry, as and I will be back with plenty more book of Boba Fett stuff. But just had to get on here and do our sort of review initial thoughts of it and we'll have to do an even bigger breakdown uh and uh stay tuned for some more patreon content or apple premium content as well so be sure to send us a transmission at hyperspace hangout at gmail.com we'll do our best to read your comment live on or question live on the show as always guys thank you for listening thank you for watching and remember that traveling through hyperspace You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.